5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hello and what's up, Newt Tecumseh? It's Antonio Leo here, May 9th, 2020, and this is podcast episode number one. Boy, how do I begin on this one? I don't know why I'm taking this journey. I think it's it's uh, obviously a COVID scenario being cooped up at home and some of my interests on uh, on TV and what I've been watching and inspirations, etc. But what I'm hoping to do with this podcast is open it up as a platform to the community of New Tecumseh and abroad. This community has really uh, embraced me and, and my family and given us such a wonderful opportunity. And I just want to give back. So obviously, COVID thought process on, you know, what can we do better? Have a lot of time to think about it. So I'm hoping that this podcast turns into a platform that, you know, shares stories uh, within the community, inspires people to reach out and help each other. And I know there's going to be a lot of stories out there post-COVID, so many uh, that are happening right now that we don't have really a clue about, but I, I know there's suffering out there and there's going to be more to come. And I think uh, if we bring it all together, uh, open up the issues that this disease is going to cause, has caused and will cause, you know, we can get through together. So that's one inspirational drive that I have. Another is uh, my man, Joe Rogan. If you've never seen his podcast, check it out. I, I, I started watching his podcast, I'd say about six, seven months ago. And I've known of Joe in his career path, you know, over the years, obviously UFC promoter and announcer, fear factor, comedian, this journey, but he's got a podcast scenario with, uh, with his posse of friends and comedians that it's really tough not to get connected to this guy. So if you haven't seen him, just reach out and go back to some of his episodes. You know, I, I just love the way he looks at life. Uh, I love the way he rationalizes the news events, what's going on. His guest list is five star. And, you know, he's grown such a, uh, a following that he can almost dictate who he wants on the show. And people are reaching out to him uh, to be on the show. So everything from, you know, having his cocktails uh, and his doobies. And the way he approaches life, I, I don't know, I'm just so inspired by this guy. So and he's just the coolest guy. So if there was a famous guy that you'd want at a barbecue, it'd be this guy. That's an inspiration to me. And so he's got some uh, great positive messaging and positive energy that, especially during these COVID times, you listen to this guy. I can feel his pain for a scenario of being cooped up and the uncertainties that uh, he sees out there in post-COVID, but uh, he's got a real energy that, you know, if you haven't seen it yet, try to pick up some of his shows. It's just really inspirational. And some of his guests are, are just off the charts. And uh, his intelligence aspect to the way he approaches everything is just off the charts. I just love it. And I love his posse. It reminds me of my gang uh, back in uh, Riverside Park in Ottawa. We get together. We do get together once a year at a golf trip, there's about 15 to 20 of us and uh, nothing's changed in our, in our friendship, even though we don't see each other as often or hang in social circles, but there is this connection. And so when Joe is there with his posse of comedians, you see that connection. It's fun. I mean, it, it, I look at it and say, wow, it's fun. So, you know, those two inspirations uh, led me to this. And, and, and I just hope that uh, this becomes a platform for just having a lot of fun and meeting new people. So it's not really a ticket for me uh, to try to remunerate and, and profit from it. That's not really my goal here. My goal is that I hope that I can 
can put together a platform uh, of followers that in that in that portfolio of followers followers getting the message out people in need businesses new ideas uh, so i don't know what it's going to evolve into and and i hope it does evolve into something we'll just see where it goes so i'm going to do my best so obviously what else is there to talk about you know covid covid now pre covid post covid it seems to be uh, the only thing on everyone's minds strange times strange times i wake up and I'm fortunate and I'm involved in the medical industry with our medical building portfolios connected uh, in the partnership group to physicians. And uh, I can see firsthand what's going on. So we have any property issues, et cetera, and we need to get some areas of uh, maintenance resolved, et cetera. I'm fortunate enough that I'm able to get out uh, in a safe manner and take care of it. So, uh, you know, I'm not like many that are simply cooped up at home. You know, the mental anguish that probably is, is building up. I, I at least have a little bit of release as far as being able to get out some fresh air and, you know, maintain my social distancing, but still have something to do. So uh, I'm fortunate in that aspect. But I don't know. There's going to be a lot of carnage out there. I think about that quite a bit. I'm lucky and blessed that, you know, my job is, is within this medical field of, uh, of property management. For many out there that uh, work so hard, those in business, starting business, those that have had businesses for some time, and, and those that are in that retail network, a minimum wage. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I look at that arena and there's going to be so many changes coming down the pipeline. You know, we are an innovative people. You know, we evolve and, and history has proven that, that we, we can evolve and make the changes accordingly and survive. There's no doubt about that. We will survive. But I, I, I do believe that this, this COVID situation, post-COVID, until we get a vaccine, and I know that's around the corner, but until we get a vaccine, it's going to leave a lot of carnage out there. Again, there's going to be a lot of people falling through the cracks. There's going to be a lot of businesses falling through the cracks, and it's going to be uh, devastation out there. Don't want to sound too negative. Uh, that is the reality. Many, many, many industries are not going to get through this, not going to get through this at all. You know, it's going to be the mannerisms of post-COVID, even as we slowly open up, what's going to be the mentality of, of customers and and people out in the marketplace. That's what really is going to be interesting to me is how are people going to react? Just simply going to go into the restaurant like you used to go into the restaurant, whether it's a quick lunch in a busy restaurant. I mean, I, I don't know. I Part of me just says, I, I'm going to miss that so much. And another part of me says, I don't want to get close to that right now. You know, the unknowns of this virus. And again, in in, in an internet world and in social media world, there's so much information being pummeled at us at the same time. You know, what I can, what I can grab out of that is I don't think anybody knows. Uh, really, there's nobody knows what's going to happen. So, you know, we know a second wave is coming. You know, just got news this morning on Seoul, Korea, um, having another flare up from simply a social gathering in a bar that caused a hotspot right away and they shut down the bars and it's uh it's, it's the it's the traction of how people's habits from from previous covid to the new habits that are going to be formed in post-covid this is going to change the face of business out there restaurants entertainment movie theaters you know the list just goes on and on and on and to myself i'm thinking you know it's not going to turn on it's not going to be like it's, it's not going to be a light switch 
opening up the markets of business in a pre-COVID way. It's impossible. It's that's that's a fact. You know, uh, until there's a a vaccine program, and and even in the vaccine aspect, again, you've got circles of anti-vaccine people out there. I'm gonna see, I'm gonna see some conflict out there. The anti-vaccine people versus the vaccine people. The contagion experts uh, advising on vaccination versus non-vaccination. There's going to be this this conflict out there. What I've heard coming down the pipeline, at least in a tracking scenario. So what I envision, let's say we open up slowly. And if I was a business owner in the restaurant field, for example, and you could be the best restauranter ever, it, it, you know, it doesn't matter. It's nobody's fault. This COVID situation, you know, sideswiped everyone. So it, it doesn't really matter how good of an entre- entrepreneur you have been or were. I, I, this is all new territory. So take a restaurant. Take a bar, take a feeder, you know, live feeder, anything that involves people coming together, you know, for services. So, you know, that accessing and social distancing will be in play for a certain time frame. But what I'm hearing is happening in the Asian countries is is tracking of those that are positive and those that are negative. And they have it down to an app, you know, a barcode app on your phone. Are you positive or are you negative? So if, you know, in, in, in hearing that news and, and putting myself in the position of a business owner, we're all eager to get back into business and get up and running again and, and, and seeing how our traction will stick with post-COVID. You open up your business and how are you going to screen at the door? Because the moment a hotspot kicks up, the news is out again of a minor spread, community spread. You know that shutdown is going to take place again. As an owner, and I would look at the screening process and say, well, if I had the opportunity to screen someone with a simple tool and, you know, using an app on a phone, right, that a mandated government app or a mandated government barcode that shows positive versus negative, are you infected or not? Well, that, that would interest me if I, if I had that capability of saying, okay, those of you that are negative can come in and those of you that are positive, you can't come in. That, that type of tracking is happening now. I can bet you that North America has been discussing it or, or looking at that, that way of tracking our infectious rates and being able to monitor us one by one. Uh, that scares me. Don't want to live in a world like that. It's almost the reality of how else are we going to control this? And let's say there is no vaccine comes around into play for the next uh, year to two years. You know, how are we going to get back to any sort of normal life pre-COVID? That's something that um, really stands out and concerns me. And again, like we're probably all uh, thinking and wondering who's going to make it, who isn't going to make it. I, I just have no idea. It's it's such an unknown for me, and it's impossible to predict. So, um, you know, uh, I I know we'll get through it. Uh, quite an innovative race, and history has really shown us that. We'll get back and we'll adjust and evolve, but there's going to be a lot of damage. Now, God bless everybody. You know, hopefully we'll we'll find ways to get through this. I've been seeing some clips on very, very interesting restaurants in Amsterdam and one that was uh, a beachfront restaurant in Amsterdam that had, uh, they look like mini greenhouses all in plexi or plastic uh, that were cubicle type design, uh, pitched roof lines, all clear. 
individual seating greenhouses lined up on the beach. You know, tables for two, tables for four, uh, candlelight, etc. I really don't know the construction materials of them, but uh, just visually, I could see. You know, you can see the innovation out there for a post-COVID world. You know, I don't. I don't think I'm going to see that stop in any capacity i don't know like how the cruise ship industry is going to deal with this for my understanding there's like 60 70 exact amount but there's still cruise ships floating around the world right now that are not getting any docking permission you know with all their guests on board and and they're just floating out at sea just getting supplies where they can from other boats etc and uh, some have cases of covid others don't uh, and they're not allowed to dock or anything till I'm certain some countries uh, see the spread stopping and, and are confident to allow this uh, disembarkment. A lot of these cruise ships that are they're floating around the world right now, no place to go. I guess they're safe points, but you know how are they going to get back in business? It's just sort of a capsule of 2,000 people floating in this steel ship, not able to get away from it, just sort of an incubation place for this virus to spread. You know, what's the outlook? for this industry. Again, vaccination, a global plan to vaccinate will happen and has to happen for anything uh, to get back to normal. You know, so what are we doing now, all of us? Well, you know, besides my podcasting, what that I am trying to keep myself uh, intellectually amused and looking at the stock market too, pretending that I think I can be an investor. Good friend of mine at West has been uh, just recently retired, is focusing a lot on value investing and Warren Buffett's model. It's pretty interesting. So that's been taking up a bit of my time. And, um, you know, staying healthy is something that, you know, we all have to do. We know that COVID, at least in Canada, is some of the numbers coming out that those that have died, you know, 79% of those deaths that occurred uh, through COVID have been, you know, in long-term nursing retirement homes. So we know that the senior population is affected by this. No doubt there. We know that people with underlying health issues are more susceptible and more vulnerable to this disease. The odds of dying are, are very high. So as we enter the post-COVID world, you know, we focus on our seniors. We focus on, you know, those that, you know, affected by underlying health issues. Protect those the best we can. We know that they are the ones that are most vulnerable. So that's a path I see. And I think, you know, taking care of ourselves better, eating better, you know, nutritious foods and building up our immune systems to be the healthiest we can be. That has really stood out for me. That's something I can change. You know, I can be overweight, you know, eat bad food, not take care of myself, not exercise, or I can eat nutritious foods, exercise, take care of myself, build up my immune system. So I will be the best that I can be to conquer anything in a disease aspect best as possible. Yes, I've heard the stories of healthy people, young people being affected by COVID. But I, I, you know, I think the news is correct. COVID has affected really those in the senior population uh, confined to nursing homes and retirement homes and long-term care homes, those with already existing underlying health issues. So, you know, listen, if you're overweight and you know you're overweight, maybe you have too many beers or too many glasses of wine, too many pizzas, too, too much processed food, too much sugar, you know, it's out there. The internet is very informative, you know, improve your lifestyle and strengthen your immune system. Be the best that you can be. Uh, I think that's uh, that's really something to look at. And I think it's the best way to enter post-COVID. So if there's anything I can advise out there is, you know, take care of yourselves. You know, you deserve to have the time 
and take the time to take care of yourselves. And that's something I've been doing in 2020. Feel great. That's really, really given me confidence to enter this post-COVID world and knowing that I'm the best that I can be, the strongest that I can be. You know, if I do get it, you know, I'll, I'll be in the best shape I can to fight it. That's no guarantee, but I know that I've really improved the odds based on my, my health status at the moment. That's something that um, I've been doing during this lockup period is, uh, you know, watching my health. So, um, you know, um, that's really it. So COVID aspect and my first podcast here, I just wanted to focus on on these areas, talk a bit about COVID, you know, and what I what I hope to do and what I hope my podcast is able to do is I just want to create a platform within the community here for everyone's voice to be heard. So I hope it turns into that. And if it doesn't, it doesn't. But uh, it's something I wanted to try and we'll see how it, uh, it works out there. So listen, stay healthy out there. Stay safe. We're going to get through this. Things are opening up. You know, stay confident. You know, most importantly, take care of yourself. Uh, take the time to take care of yourself. Uh, I think those are the first steps and moving out into post-COVID. God bless you all. Okay, so I look forward to uh, my second episode. And, um, you know, this may not sound the best um, or have the best production material in it, but give me some time. It's a startup right now. I'm really, really excited about moving forward with uh, more episodes, you know, meeting new people and uh, have a lot of ideas and, and some topics to hit. And one of them is going to be definitely medical to know some wonderful, wonderful medical professionals in the community. So I'm thinking of a, of a platform of, you know, a medical podcast uh, talking about certain areas that would be helpful to listeners. In 2020, I, I did get into more of a fitness kick, getting healthier and building up uh, my immune system. And, and I did look closely into my diet and began to macro the diet, really in tune with uh, body fat percentages and my weight, etc. So uh, I'm hoping to look into that area and have some great podcast platforms in that area and many, many other topics. So just want to have fun, just want to be a sounding board, uh, give back to this community that's given back that has given me and my family so much. So uh, we'll talk to you soon. Okay, ciao now.